Good evening, Dorinda Trick here. It is almost midnight on June the 15th, 2023, and welcome to June the 15th episode of Nurtured to Love. While you'll never know your true identity until you get to know your own spirit. Well, I was organizing and cleaning my office tonight when I realized that I had broken my promise to you, the listener. Um, It's been about 10 days since I did one of these things, and so please forgive me for my lapse uh, there. I want to be more regular, and so here I am tonight. It's finally time to be quiet and go before the Lord and give Him this time. Bless it in Jesus' name for exactly what He wants to give us before the clock turns us over to a new day. Father, I thank you for the gift of communication, the gift of time, uh, the gift of technology that enables us to connect with one another, whether we live in the United States or Australia, South Africa or New Zealand, France, Portugal, Central America, wherever we are. Lord, we can connect in the Spirit. And I thank you for that, Lord. I thank you that there is no time or space in the Spirit and that your great desire is that we would all connect to you. And so I thank you for just releasing your beautiful love over the airwaves as I speak tonight through my mouth. Fill my mouth, Lord, so that it will be life-giving to the listeners. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Tonight's episode is entitled Slow Time. Slow Time. You know, everything is fast these days, right? Super fast. Um, When I wrote Opening the Gift back in 2014, almost 10 years ago, I remember speaking about culture and how instantaneous everything had become and how the old word picture of uh, microwave versus crock pot, which is sort of the way that uh, men and women's differences have been depicted before, but that whole analogy of the, you know, the speed of a microwave versus the slow Um, cook of a crock pot really doesn't even work anymore. It's not meaningful to um, the young people because everybody takes their food out these days, etc., etc. Everything is so fast. I'll recommend a book to you if um, you want to uh, really um, savor the whole idea of the healing aspect of slow time. Uh, It's a book entitled God's Hotel by a doctor named Victoria Sweet. And it's all about um, a very special hospital in California called Laguna Honda. (coughs) Excuse me. Where the medicine they practice is slow medicine. Even in the medical culture, as many of us know, because we've had contact with that culture uh, over extended periods of time with 
sick loved ones and perhaps ourselves. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> we know that medicine is very fast. But healing is, is typically a slow process. <coughs> because I am a redemptive gift of mercy. I like it that way. <coughs> I'm not going to stop recording because I know I'm going to get past this little cough here in a moment. And I really want this episode to be very, very relaxed tonight. I want you to feel like you're sitting right here with me in my study. And we're just kind of talking and pondering together about life and about the power of God. Recently, I've connected with um, a very powerful woman of God who walks in the very powerful anointing of the redemptive gift of exhorter. She came into the teaching about a year ago the teaching that I do anyway, and um, began to really press in, which is her stock and trade, because she is a a gal who is very uh, focused in terms of finding out if things are really valid. I would say she's got a good bit of teacher in her in that regard. She does her research. She finds out if what a person is trying to sell her is uh, legitimate and if she uh, really gets the witness from the Lord and her own spirit then she moves quickly to embrace she's very open and accepting and I've been very blessed to get to know her she's now connected me with friends of her own who trust her and so now I've got about 12 ladies who are meeting with me on Tuesday mornings at um, 1030 and we are looking at the book I wrote called In Spirit and Truth. So we've had several conversations about the human spirit, ministry to the spirit, classes, teaching, how to bring people along in this revelation of the human spirit. And I shared with her uh, not long ago uh, from Oswald Chambers' devotional entitled My Utmost for His Highest, which is my daily go-to and has been now for 25 years, Um, the devotion for June 7th. I'd like to share it with you also. So listen with your spirit to this devotion. And first, the Word of God from John 14, verse 13. Whatsoever, whatever ye... Ye shall ask in my name, that will I do. And Oswald Chambers writes the following. Am I fulfilling this ministry of the interior? There's no snare or any danger of infatuation or pride in intercession. It's a hidden ministry that brings forth fruit whereby the Father is glorified. Am I allowing my spiritual life to be frittered away, or am I bringing it all to one center, the atonement of my Lord? Is Jesus Christ more and more dominating every interest in my life? If the one central point, the great exerting influence in my life, is the atonement of the Lord, then every phase of my life 
will bear fruit for for him. I must take time to realize what is the central point of power. Do I give one minute out of 60 to concentrate on it? If ye abide in me, continue to act and think and work from that center. Ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Am I abiding? Am I taking time to abide? What is the greatest factor of power in my life? Is it work, service, sacrifice for others, or trying to work for God? The thing that ought to exert the greatest power in my life is the atonement of the Lord. It's not the thing that we spend the most time on that molds us most. The greatest element is the thing that exerts most power. We must determine to be limited and concentrate our affinities. I'm going to repeat that sentence. We must determine to be limited. I guess another way of saying that is we must determine to limit ourselves and concentrate or focus, I would say, our affinities. And affinities is kind of a fancy word for uh, our attractions, our likes, our desires. The scripture reads again, Whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do. The disciple who abides in Jesus is the will of God, and his apparently free choices are God's foreordained decrees. Mysterious, logically contradictory, and absurd? Yes, but a glorious truth to a saint. Abiding, focusing our desires, determining to limit ourselves. It's not easy to do that, especially in the world we live in. It's important to slow ourselves down internally. The ministry of the interior. The first question he asks is, is, am I fulfilling, are you fulfilling, are we as believers in Christ, are we fulfilling the ministry of the interior? <clears throat> now, I live in a life where, um, in terms of my daily life at home, I am in a relationship, in a marriage, where I don't have that kind of fellowship with my husband, a real connecting interior to interior. For many years, this made me very angry. I felt I had been gypped. I had been, you know, cheated. And I really was stuck in that for quite a while. So my soul was judging him, judging me, judging everything. And I was very uh, emotional as a result of that. And um, the Lord did what he has to do with people that are made the way that I am. He had to break me. He had to break me. And then his grace restored me 
and is, I'm still very much in that process. I think that for now, most of the breaking that re- related to <clears throat> my unrealist, unrealistic expectation that my spouse would value um, the ministry of the interior the way I do, I think most of that, uh, the expectations now have um, have faded. Um, you know, m- we can desire good things, but if we insist and become very rigid and harsh in our expectations of ourselves or others, we can never heal <clears throat> because we are putting absolutes on ourselves that just don't work. And so moving into the country, out into the country about 10 years ago and essentially being in in sort of an isolated place where it takes about 20 minutes to get to town and um, there are things to do here on the property that really take a great deal of time. <coughs> um, really put me in a place where I was kind of boxed in. The Lord allowed that. He allowed that boxing in to produce an emotional correction in me. Again, I want to say that it's not finished. <laughs> but I, I'm recording this tonight. I'm saying these things now with a clear conscience because I feel that I have been able to, with the Lord's help, um, grow up and out of much of that childlike idealism and unrealistic expectations. You know, idealizing people or the way we think our marriage ought to be, we can really get stuck there. And idealism is the most base form of idolatry. The Lord will, hey, you know, He's not going to violate our will. So He will allow us to continue to, uh, you know, idealize until we experience so much heartache that we finally recognize that the pain of change is not going to be any bigger than the pain we are experiencing as we remain the same and do not change. Refusing to change, refusing to repent. We need slow time to do that, folks. Like the hospital Laguna Honda that I mentioned in the book entitled God's Hotel. They practice a slow medicine there. And as I read the book, um, it really ministered to my spirit because of the attitude of the doctors and the expectation for the patients and the recognition that people are much more than just their problem. They have many experiences and um, feelings and thoughts that relate to all kinds of things outside the one thing that may be what we think they need to fix and, and, and what needs to be different, right? As I teach yet another group of women this summer, I am feeling uh, a difference uh, from any of the classes I've ever taught before. I'd like to call it a little bit of a humbling um, in that I am 
expectant of the Lord and I'm not getting too, too excited about any one person or any one thing related to the people because I can't know all these women, right, very, very deeply because I'm only going to be with them for probably about 90 minutes uh, over a period of six weeks. It's unlikely that I'll um, continue um, with all of them right on Um, and going deeper with people is something that, you know, you can't do a lot of that. You can do that with one or two people. Um, And at this point, as I hear myself say these words, I'm not trying to cut the Lord off at all. I'm just uh, trying to remain lovingly detached and um, going slowly. Slow time. Slow time. When I teach, I also like to share with people um, some disciplines that I have found very helpful in my spiritual walk. They have helped me to gain more spiritual understanding over the years. And they come from Henri Nouwen, who um, wrote a book many years ago entitled The Inner Voice of Love. And um, I believe it's in that book where he shares that the four disciplines of simplicity, silence, solitude, and prayer are what make for spiritual health. I don't know what I'd do without it. As I sit in my study tonight, I am practicing solitude. Before I came on with you, I practiced prayer. I'm working on simplicity, and um, there is a silence here tonight. I hope you can hear that silence. It's very, very healing. It's very, very important. So take time for slow time in your life. We always seem to be going from one thing to the next. There's nothing really wrong with that. Of course, sometimes we have to do that. Many times we do. But we want to walk with the composure of our Lord and Savior who was always internally uh, detached, and he had a leisure about him that uh, was extraordinary. I really want to be like Jesus, and I believe you do too. So practice slow time this week, and I'll talk to you again next time. Bye-bye now. Thanks again. This is Dorinda Trick, and this is tonight's episode entitled Slow Time. Uh, This podcast is called Nurture to Love, Why You'll Never Know Your True Identity Until You Get to Know Your Own Spirit. Thanks for checking in. Thanks for hanging in there with me. Going to continue to do these things and get back on a regular schedule. 
God bless your spirit. Good night.